Welcome to season two of the Simply Whole Moms podcast. I'm Kara. I'm Nicole. We are real life moms intentionally keeping it simple so we can enjoy true health. We want to encourage you to have a mindful, healthy, and joyful motherhood. Let's get inspired as we listen to other moms share their passions. However you listen to us, whether it's in the curbside grocery pickup spot, while doing dishes, or driving a sleeping baby around, we hope you know we are all in this together. Hey friends, it's Nicole here. Welcome back to the Simply Whole Moms podcast, or if you're a new listener, hey, thanks for tuning in. Um, We've got a really fun episode for you today that's practical for mom life, because if you're anything like me, you probably have thousands of photos on your phone of those sweet little faces known as your children, and you might be a little bit overwhelmed with what to do with them or how to approach taking like a Christmas card photo with your phone, or maybe you've tried to take pictures in front of the Christmas tree before and they end up being like blurry and weird looking, speaking from experience. So I got to sit down and have a chat with Jen Brazil. She is a photographer, entrepreneur, mom to almost three. She's due, I think she said in like five-ish weeks. And she also hosts a podcast called The Unhurried Life. And we get to chat about photography as a mom and even how to like actually enjoy the moments while we still try to capture them with our phone screen. I love this conversation. I'm a photography nerd at heart. I I mean, I'm not a professional photographer, but I love photos. And um, this was just a really fun conversation. And like I said, practical and applicable um, as we enter this holiday season. Just some good tips on how to take the best photos and also enjoy the moment with your kiddos. So tune in and enjoy. All right, Jen, welcome to the Simply Whole Moms podcast. How are you doing? Hey, Nicole. I am doing awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Well, thank you for working with my crazy schedule today and being flexible. Mom life. (laughs) Yes, 100% mom life. And like, I'm trying to have a good attitude about it, but the whole morning I've been like, oh man. (laughs) I know. The other week, my youngest got sick with just a little virus and I was so inconvenienced to have to pick him up from school. I was like, what is wrong with me? It made me feel so bad this morning when I had a bad attitude about canceled school, but I'm like, okay, I'd rather her be home and safe than like me driving around on icy roads. So I know, (laughs) but okay, go ahead. I've introduced you a little bit already, but go ahead and give us the play by play. Tell us who you are and what you do day to day. Yeah. Well, my day to day seems to kind of be ebbing and flowing and shifting quite a bit, but I have been a wedding photographer for about the past 11 to 12 years, which is crazy to say. And I started that back when I was in college. Then I sort of made a transition when I had my firstborn into doing a little bit more families, a little bit more business shoots, business-related shoots, so that I wouldn't be gone for quite so long. And then when I had my second, my business shifted again to more so teaching moms how to take great pictures of whatever stage they were in. So either of their kids, just because they want to have awesome, beautiful memories farther down the road, to teaching moms how to take great pictures for their Instagram to promote their business. So kind of made some shifts and I absolutely love teaching. I used to be an elementary teacher and I love being able to teach a new skill and ability and just encourage moms that even though we are moms, we don't have to completely lose ourselves 
in our identity of what we were before moms. Does Mm. that make sense? That makes 100% sense. Well, even just doing this podcast, it's like, (laughs) I tell Kara all the time, I feel like my brain woke up. And yeah. I'm get, like, I remember that I have a creative side to my brain that doesn't have to do with Play-Doh and, you know, <laughs> markers. <laughs> there are other things that I can think about too. Um, and that is so cool. So you went from teaching elementary school to photography. Is that right? So did you teach yeah. yourself or did you take class? Like, how did you jump into wedding photography stresses me out because oh. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how you do that. Well, back in the day, back in the day, it stressed me out quite a bit. Um, Just feeling so much pressure, putting pressure on yourself to perform. But it it didn't take very long for me to realize that the stress I put on myself to perform for these brides and on these days was completely self-induced. They were just so happy. And if I just had confidence in my skill and my abilities, then everything turned out way better. And so I in high school took a photography film class where I learned how to, you know, they didn't really have digital cameras back in the day. Right. So I learned how to do a lot of development on my own and did film photography. And I used to be a dancer back in high school. So I would take pictures of, you know, my dance classes at my studio and stuff like that. And then from there, I just kind of kept it as a hobby. And eventually one Black Friday, I saved up coupons and money and bought my first digital camera. And from there, I just, I guess, yeah, self-taught after that, after taking that initial high school class. And my roommate asked me to take engagement pictures and then wedding pictures. And it just sort of started to happen from there, which I feel very blessed that it happened like that. And I always did it on the side while I was teaching. So I did have sort of a cushion when I launched into full-time photography I had built my business up as I was teaching. Awesome. That's so cool. I yeah. love that. I, lo- I love the like that you got to see it without digital cameras and then like save up and actually like buy a digital camera. Did you like, did it change how you took photos? Oh, for sure. For sure. And I love now, I love helping mo- mostly moms pick what camera to get. Because a lot of people say, you know, I just have my phone and I really want to buy a camera. Which camera do I get? And so I love walking through kind of the process and the ideas. What what ideas do you have with this camera? Because they make digital cameras incredibly mm-hmm. these days. Like they can do so much. And so I just love walking through the process of helping moms pick out a camera that's going to help them. And you just feel a little bit more creative when you have <laughs> Something a little heavier in your hand. You can adjust the lens and all that. It just kind of sparks a little bit of creativity, I think, that you don't have with a phone or, you know, the little cool pics. I don't even know if they still make those. Oh, I remember that camera. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Do you feel like you – I think I'm jumping ahead on our questions, but I really want to know this answer now. Do you use your phone more or your, like, I call it a big girl camera? (laughs) Yeah. So I have – I have had a little bit of like photographer guilt on this <laughs> question, which I know I shouldn't. But when I – and I was actually thinking this tomorrow. I'm leaving to go on a girl's trip to Nashville. And one of my friends was like, hey, don't forget to bring your camera so we can take fun girl pics. And I was like, oh, I don't want to take my camera. <laughs> right? Because I – well, I'm I'm pretty pregnant right now. And I don't want to have to carry it. I don't want to have to keep track of it. I don't want to have to maintain it. And ideally, this would be the perfect time because I don't have kids with me 
but I also don't have a husband to carry it for me. So, (laughs) (laughs) right. So I think that when the bottom line is, if I have my camera, my big girl camera out sitting on the counter, the, the top bar counter where my kids can't reach it, then I will grab it and I will take pictures with it of just our life. And that's fun. And I enjoy doing that. But most of the time I do tend to use my phone because they make phones so great now. And I can implement a lot of the same techniques I use with my camera, my camera camera, into my phoneography, my my phone, right. my phone photos. Yeah. That makes so that sense. doesn't really that doesn't really answer your question. Well, <laughs> Except for that if well, if I'm going on a big trip with my husband, like this last year, we went on a really big trip, just the two of us. And I was like, hey, you're going to carry my camera. This is like a once in a lifetime place. This is, you know, I'm bringing my camera. But for the most part, if we're going to be in and out hiking, I don't, but also I don't have a camera that I can just toss in my diaper bag there because, because I've been doing it professionally for so long. If I had a lower end camera, which I've actually de- like contemplated going back and buying like a four or $500 camera, I would put that in my diaper bag and carry it with me all the time. But I don't really have a camera, you know, that I can exactly do that with. So it's it's just kind of a little bit of a tougher question. It's case by case. Right. Well, that's what I was going to say. I have a big girl camera. It's not, I mean, it's kind of old now. Like I feel like I see cameras and I'm like, oh, that would look so much more. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, but there's always something newer. There's always something newer. There's something better next week (laughs) or last week. There's something better than what you're getting today. So, Well, even with the phone cameras, totally. um, But I feel like when I have my big girl camera, it's almost more pressure to perform creatively than just Mm -hmm. like, pulling your phone out and snapping the moment. So like as a photographer and as a mom, like how do you capture those moments, but still be like present in the moment? That's something that I've really been struggling with lately is like not viewing my life through my camera screen. Do you know what I mean? Oh yes. I know exactly what you mean because there have been times where my kids, you know, are sitting in the backyard eating popsicles and they're adorable. And I run inside to grab my camera or something and change my lens and do all this. And then I've basically missed the moment. And then there's been times where they're playing naked in the sprinklers and I just grab my phone out of my back pocket and like click a few and then put it away. (laughs) Right. So I think that you just kind of have to – well, it takes self-control first of all and it takes a little bit of confidence in knowing why you want to take a picture. Like, yeah, our kids are adorable. They're so fun. This is a moment in time that's slipping away. But what do I want to go back and remember this moment for? So if I think of that, if I'm like, I just, I really want like a tushy shot. Like I just want a shot of him running through the sprinkler with his bottom in the green grass. Then I know, okay, I got that shot. I just need to put my phone back in my pocket and enjoy this moment or even just put it back in the house. So I'm not tempted to grab it again. Cause I do find that I can be taking, you know, 18, 19 pictures. And then what am I going to do with all of those pictures later? (laughs) Um, story. I was going to actually look up on my phone how many I have, but it's in the like tens of thousands oh, yeah. of photos that I have on my phone right now that I'm not doing anything with. <laughs> oh, yeah. So actually, I know this was – we were going to talk about this later, but you kind of talked about – you had kind of asked me about earlier what to do with pictures as gifts. And right. Yes. I think – so what I do – and I don't, I honestly could not tell you if this is because I'm a photographer or if this is just because pictures have always been important to me. But 
Um, Because I don't want either one to be an excuse because I want to make pictures important to my family. But what we do every January, which this January will be a slight exception because I'm due January 4th. (laughs) But every January, I have all of my phone pictures and my professional pictures like on my camera that I've taken. And I've or I've been organizing them and categorizing them throughout the year. So I have a little system for that. But I take them all and I create an album. And that is the gift to my husband. His birthday's in early February. So I kind of have a deadline that I have to make. And I set it so that I have to make I have to have the album pretty much all the way made and ordered by mid January. And That's then incredible. so then I just take those pictures. And because of the organization system that I have, I don't have like 900 pictures a month. I have 90, which is still so much. Yeah. But I set up – I have a template. I have everything set up to make an album. So it's it's basically just like click and fill with these pictures. And then I write like little captions. And then those pictures I feel like are safe and I have a peace of mind that those those pictures are going to be what – my kids can flip back through. And believe it or not, my kids do. They We have those albums all sitting in our living room. And my kids flip through those all the time. My youngest, who's one, is very into his birth book. The one that, you know, like the one month, two month, three month, like these are the pictures from all the people that visited you at the hospital. These are all your newborn pictures. That And he will, we will look at that almost nightly. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> so, and he I just love loves that. to point out, mama, mama. Yep, it's me. I'm in all these pictures. Yes. I I carried you. Yes. Well, I think that's something – that's one of the things my friends and I talk about all the time is this, like, stress with our photos because, like, what, am I going to hand my kids my hard drive when they're 30 and be like, here – look through all of these thousands of photos that like I never deleted because I took too many. I know. And then I, and no one like prints like four by six, just like photos anymore. I have like my pictures from childhood are just like in a bin. Like they're yeah, just, like, a shoebox. Ours, mine yeah. are in a shoebox. <laughs> and we'll go through them every now and then, but it's like, I, what, what are, what am I going to hand my kids? And I think that's so great. Can you share a little bit about your organization system? Cause I feel like a hot mess. Like I don't yeah. know where okay. to start. I will give you, so this took a little bit of time to kind of set up in my phone, but now to continue it, it takes like four minutes a month. But basically I have an iPhone and basically what I'll do for my own pictures is I will go through and actually I have a video that walks you through this like on like I'm showing you my phone and it kind of walks you through this but so it makes more sense but you know you can heart pictures so I go through and I heart the pictures that I want to keep and I create a new folder for each month okay if that makes sense that's like the tip of the iceberg do you do that like every night or like every no 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 just once a month okay so I just scroll back through because, you know, when it's a month, I remember kind of – I kind of remember what I did last week. Sort of. Um, I, so I just go through and I heart them and then I send them into the December folder or the March folder or wh- whatever month we're in. So that then when January hits, I'm not like going back through to last January trying to remember all of those things about what was important. What did we do? Who was that? Why were we there? Those kinds of things. So right. – I already have them in a folder. And then I just either airdrop them onto my computer or 
Well, I guess I just airdrop or dropbox them. Sorry, not airdrop, dropbox them onto my computer. So I just drag all those into my computer. And then the album company that I use, I use on my computer and I have templates already set up. So then I just am clicking. I like create the pages for January and I drop in and it automatically fills them. So it's real. It's a very streamlined process. And could it be way better and more detailed? Yes, it could. But then I probably wouldn't do it. So right, that's the, that's where I end up. I call myself the what is it? A procrastinating perfectionist because it's yeah. just like if I can't do it the way that I want to, I'm just like, well, forget it. We're not doing it. Yeah. And what's that phrase? There's like a phrase circling around that's like better, like. Oh, I don't even remember what it is. Like better than perfect or the enemy yeah. of perfect is Yes. The enemy of good is perfect. Yes. Is that it? Am I anywhere close? <laughs> yes. That's I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. I can't think yeah. of the exact term either. No, that makes so much sense. Oh, okay. Well now I'm inspired. I do you delete photos ever or just heart them? Because like I just feel like I have a wasteland of photos that are like blurry or you know, random selfies my kids have taken. <laughs> so <laughs> I, and I don't know if this is just like for security's sake, but since, so since I am printing all of the pictures, I print them in an album and then I'll even go through and I will probably print about, well, maybe about 50, like four by sixes. And I just have like one of those old school from Hobby Lobby, like where you slide the four by sixes in there. Right. I just do that. Like as when I order the album, then I go through also and just like, pick like my top ones from that year and I print those and just slide them into a little four by like four by six holder like not a scrapbook I don't go cray cray but um oh delete so I was like where was I going with that (laughs) Um, so since I do print them in four by some of them four by sixes the ones that I care about in an album then probably after about a year or so I will send them to I have like a, and this is kind of a luxury because it's a, because photography is a business to me, but I have like a wireless hard drive that I can send them to. That's like a backup hard drive and I can send them there to be saved. But just recently that hard drive started having issues. And so I had to transfer stuff and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't need pictures from 2011. Like I can, I know that those are in this album sitting out in my living room. I'm, Mm. I'm just deleting that year. There's, you know, yeah. There's no reason for me to keep that. It's it's taking up not actual digital space, but you know, just mental space where mental one space. day totally. it's it's back there, it's there, it's somewhere. But I've I've actually already taken care of it. So I'm just gonna delete them. They're fine. I yeah. have them printed in an album. So that makes so much sense. Okay, cool. Well, I'm inspired yeah. because I need to get a handle on my phone situation. Oh, I totally feel ya. And even though I have that system, I still sometimes am like Oh my gosh, why do I have so many pictures? Right? Because I, I love my children. Exactly. Well, and I told my husband too, because he oh, he's not a picture fan, but then I'll mm. find him like picking up my phone and scrolling through the photos that I've taken. And I'm like, it's it's like a mental scrapbook. I can flip all the way back to the beginning of my camera roll, which is probably like over two years ago, and tell you this is what we did that day you know, step by step, because I took this photo and I remember exactly what was going on. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, I just feel it. I want to like, I don't know, write all of this down and like chronicle it, but I'm like, I got to go back and actually do all that. <laughs> yeah. Well, so my, so when I do my albums, I leave like text boxes on each page and that is what is the most time consuming. But I go, I do go back and I write kind of whose birthday that was, what, 
what we did, where we were, just super basic, not like a poetic story, not Instagram captions, just like the, the just the facts, not the details. And then actually, so I do delete them off my phone, but I don't delete the favorites folders, if that makes gotcha. sense. So I okay. delete like the masses, but I don't delete the actual folder that I saved the favorites in from that month. Okay. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I'm going to take notes. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Kara and Nicole here. And we are excited to tell you that we are launching the 2020 Simply Whole Moms Planner just for you, Mama. This practical and pretty planner is tailored for moms and includes pages of inspirational quotes, spaces to plan, and a theme for each month to help you focus as you tackle your mom duties. This planner is paperback and it is size 8 by 10. You can find it on Amazon.com for $7.99 and if you've got Prime, guess what? Free shipping! Go get yours! Okay, so this is one of our, this is our first holiday episode, actually, because we wanted to talk to you specifically about Christmas card photos. Um, I feel like there's a lot of pressure sometimes to get that like perfect family photo or pay a photographer to do a session. I don't know. I feel like people want to match their outfits. So let's just talk about that for a minute. How, like, how do you do, do you do Christmas cards? Some people don't even do them. Oh, we do. We love Christmas cards. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love to receive them and make them, but I have some friends who are like, nope, we just don't do them because they're stressful. <laughs> yeah. And I have friends that say, what's the point? I'm like, right. I don't know. The point is to share off of digital world. Like, <laughs> yeah. The point is to give Manual. an actual tangible <laughs> picture or card. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's fun and it's a tradition. And, um, I actually have maybe the world's best husband because after I create the cards and everything, he will stuff them and seal them and stamp them and put them in the mail for me. (laughs) That, okay. He deserves a standing ovation. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you know how that started was he was was like, okay, next week is Christmas and you haven't sent these out. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, you can do them. Like all you have to – like the address is already printed. And so he sat there and did them while he was probably watching a football game or something. That's awesome. So I was like, oh, that that totally worked. So then next year I was like, hey, do you want to do that again? He was like, ugh, fine. That's so great. (laughs) Yeah, and now – the happy heart. So, um, that's awesome. Okay. So there is, so there is a definite pressure. I feel like with having beautiful family pictures for Christmas cards and stuff like that. But I honestly feel that really you, it's more important to have a beautiful photo for yourself than to have for someone else. And that's where, that's where we stay motivated. And that's how I get my husband to be on board with taking pictures, we do fall and spring pictures, but that's because I'm a photographer and I'm a little bit crazy about wanting to document our whole entire lives. <laughs> do you do them yourself? Like, do you set up a timer? Or no, do you... no, 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 no. Okay. I have before. I have practiced that um, self-portraiture in the photography world. is called self-portraiture of that's yourself. <laughs> yeah, instead, of, instead of selfie, it's like a glorified term. <laughs> But um, it is it is really easy. I have a good friend that um, is a photographer, and then I actually have photographers that, when my photography business was more structured around weddings, that took pictures for me. And so I've always had a really great person to use for our family pictures. 
But I think remembering and reminding your spouse that you're taking these pictures so that y'all have a beautiful documentation where you're not all screaming and you don't have spit up in your hair and, you know, all of those reasons where you have an actual image of probably in 20 years, but you're going to look back and think, oh my gosh, my family was precious. Because you're going to have your phone pictures where you do have, you know, Cheerios stuck on your shirt or whatever that you will also have to remember. I just think it's so important to try and try and schedule those, but that doesn't happen for most people every year. So there are some kind of tips or tricks that I have for trying to get a family pick without hiring a photographer, if that's not something that's in your budget or time frame or whatever. So the first thing I would suggest is on Amazon, you can find like super cheap little iPhone tripods or cell phone Ooh. tripods. And they come with usually like a little Bluetooth remote. So what? no yeah. way. Yeah. I mean, I have one that's like 15 bucks. It was super cheap. And you can just set that up you know, on your, on your counter, wherever, most of them have like legs that wrap around. You can't see me, but I'm like doing the motion (laughs) (laughs) that wrap around so you can set them up and then just getting everybody together, preferably, 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 preferably in a spot with natural light so that, yeah, so that you can get like a window light or if you want to go outside, you can totally do that. But just setting that up, setting your phone so that you have the, the remotes are teeny tiny they're like quarter size so you're just clicking that and getting a couple of phone pics and then going back from that phone pic and there's a couple steps you can do to make sure that that picture is good and I actually have a guide for you on taking Christmas tree phone pics but all of the tips in there you can definitely use for taking Christmas card pics or just any pics at any time um so that guide kind of gives some run-throughs on how to set the picture up where to place people, how to edit, how to crop, kind of all of that stuff so that you can get some good pictures. And you can do that with just your iPhone with your, or right. your cell phone, whatever. It's super easy. And then as far as matching outfits, <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of <laughs> everyone in denim and, right? or whatever. <laughs> so I just say stick with a color scheme. If you can just kind of tie in somewhere your color scheme – is somewhat similar. I say mix patterns, do solids. I wouldn't say put everybody in a pattern, but maybe like a, a big human in a solid. So like either you or your husband yeah. in a solid and then kids in patterns works really well. If you just stick with blues or greens or reds or whatever color kind of you choose, just kind of incorporating those. And I'm kind of – I'm – I usually just get those outfits from Target, to be completely honest. Sure. Yeah. A lot of times a similar store is going to have – they have similar themes out at that time. So right, that's a little bit easier, I feel like, when picking outfits. Um, And to – I mean, I know this sounds, like, counterintuitive, but don't get on Pinterest. Like, don't. Just don't. I've totally done that though. And when you said all denim, that's, I was just cracking up because I was like, how many times have I Pinterested <laughs> like holiday photos and everyone's in denim? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are some cute ways you could do it, but I just want to, I just want to say, do something that it works for you guys. That's cute to you. Not something that you've seen right. 
online someone taking because you don't know what their situation was you know you don't know who they hired you don't you don't know all the all those things so it's okay to to go on pinterest for lots and lots of other things but when you're like down to the wire and you're trying to you're standing at target trying to figure out outfits like don't hop on pinterest like yeah just lay them out in the middle of the aisle and be like okay do all these have like a similar color scheme do will all of them be somewhat flattering mostly to yourself because your kids are kids like they don't need something right. to be flattering on them right and then just just get that and go with it and and then look on pinterest if you want posing or you know location ideas or things like that right well i was talking with someone the other day about actually taking photos at your house versus mm-hmm. like you know heading to the nearest open field yeah. and i was like that's a really good idea some of my favorite pictures are when a friend came over and just snapped like a couple of newborn photos of like oh, yeah. our family in our backyard. Like it was mm-hmm. even, we were on our front steps and that's a really good idea too, just to take the pressure off of like, we have to go to this specific location and drive somewhere and, you know. Yeah. And then sure you can send your kids to go play while you and your husband get some cute pictures. That is definitely a trend. I will say that's a trend right now. It's trending to get pictures done in home, which I think is an awesome trend. So our newborn pictures from our second were done in our home, like lifestyle session, quote, air quote, lifestyle session. (laughs) Basically just us in the nursery, just like us in the chair, us sitting on the bed, like whatever, just having a good place. That's, and when I say set up your iPhone or your phone on a tripod, you can, that would be in your house. I'm not saying go out into a field and like wrap it around (laughs) a tree or something. If you want, if you want to, that's fine. But I'm I'm envisioning like my living room right here, the counter that I know I can set it on and us all sitting on our couch. And when we get our Christmas tree up in a couple of weeks, we will – you can guarantee that picture will be on my Instagram because I will take a phone pic of all of us sitting on our couch in our home not wearing matching jammies because that would be weird if I'm super <laughs> pregnant and <laughs> – I don't want anybody to see me in my jammies. My jammies are sweats and a t-shirt, but. Yeah, same here. We don't have, I try to match with the girls like every Christmas and Scott, like he just does not want to participate. So I'm like, all right, maybe I'll just let them match from now on. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, of my kids or whatever, but I'll, I will get one with that little tripod of all of us because it's fun for moms to be in pictures sometimes, you know, we are taking pictures and I can teach you and show you how to take great pictures of your kids, but you need to be in them every once in a while. And that's I, another reason why it's fun to have a, a good professional ph- photographer taking your pictures because they're going to make you feel pretty and they're going to make you feel, you know, cute. And definitely just, if you're in Texas, like don't take them in October because it's still 98 degrees. <laughs> Seriously. Or randomly in November, it's 20 yeah. degrees today. We never know what the weather will be like. We're hit or miss, but yeah, if you can. Yes. I am. I feel like the tripod and remote thing is a game changer. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm ready to go order one right now because I think that would be fun. Even Karen and I were talking the other day about just like capturing those like simple mom moments of like, we're all sitting on the floor of the playroom together. Like, I want to remember this, but I don't want to stage a photo. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to. So that would be kind of cool to just have. I don't know. I'm just, that's, a, that would be a really cool thing to do. And like, like Scott doesn't like to ask people to take our picture. So it'd be cool to like, okay, oh yeah, snap this one at home before we go or whatever. Um, yeah. And that takes the pressure off of <laughs> asking a stranger to do it in public. Yeah. And I'll go back through my Amazon and I'll find the one that I have. Cause it's great. 
it's I mean, it's 15 bucks, so it is not a state-of-the-art equipment. It's kind of cheap. No, I think great. I've bought it twice because I have kids and we break yeah. things. Yeah. It'd be the, but I'll send you the one that I have. Too. That'd be a oh, great yeah. Gift. Yeah. Super good gift. Okay. So Christmas tree photos. I have tried a million times to take a photo in front of the tree, and they always look terrible. <laughs> so you've created like – a guide for us? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So this guide basically just walks you through just a couple of simple techniques, just talking about lighting and positioning and just some easy things that you can do to change that. And I'll be honest, I made this guide for y'all, but I do not have my Christmas tree up. So I was like, where can I find a Christmas tree? And one of my super amazing overachiever friends had one up. And so I (laughs) drug my children over there and I was like, you guys, you are my models. Sit here. So um, because I have ones from last year, but I didn't take them with this guide in mind. So I really wanted to be strategic and zoom in, (laughs) pun, zoom in on the things that are going to make a difference when you take some trees picks. And I think when you can put your kids in their jammies by the Christmas tree, they don't have to be matching or anything. They can be dino jammies because that's hashtag life right now. Right. So just but if they can be in their jammies by their Christmas tree and ideally in the morning when the light is going to be a little bit more even and that's going to be the time where you want to take Christmas tree pictures. And you can even you don't have to have the Christmas tree lights on because most Christmas tree lights are going to be yellow. Mm-hmm. So they're going to change the way your picture looks. So you don't actually have to have them on. And in the guide, I go through a couple of different tips on just angles, perspective, cropping, like how to line things up. So you can hopefully have those just tools in the back of your pocket and you can be a little bit quicker and more confident when you're taking those pictures so that you can then put your phone back on the counter and then just sit and read a Christmas story or count the lights or whatever. Mm, so, so Yeah. But mm. I, I love, 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 love holiday pictures. And as presents start gathering around the tree, those can be fun pictures to just, you know, tell your little one, you know, go see which one has your name on it and go pick one out or something and then get pictures of that. Because that adds – that makes the picture seem more real life. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And like stand by the tree. Smile. Yeah, stand yeah. by the tree in your church clothes and everybody smile at me. Yep. <laughs> it's a fun picture to have, but it's not real life, you know? Nope. So. Nope. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, well, yeah. we'll make sure we have all of this in the show notes so that people can – get to that guide because I know I'm going to dig into it and try to take the best pictures I can. (laughs) Well, and it's fun to experiment a little bit. And when your kids are done, then they're done. And you say, okay, we'll try it again in a couple of days and until you kind of figure out those things. But like I said, those, the tips in the guide, you can apply to really any, any picture. And I think that is what helps. Earlier you had said, you know, how do you, how do you decide when to put your phone down so that you're not Mm -hmm. missing the moment? I, and I really think it's just knowing what would make a decent picture. Because right. a lot of us take a picture that if you just made like simple half-second adjustments, it would be a totally different picture. And then you wouldn't feel like, oh, I feel like something's off on this picture. I need to snap it 17 more times. So it helps when okay. you have those little tools in your back pocket. Yes. 
Oh, I love it. Okay. I could continue this conversation for forever because I'm like a, I am not a photographer, but I like to play with my camera. So yeah. uh, this is so well, fun. And I, just lo- I love, I mean, I could talk to you about it for forever because I just love helping moms because it's a, it's a little bit of a creative outlet. And I know we overuse that word, but it's just a little creative outlet to, sh- to be able to take a fun, good picture of your kids or of your life or whatever, you know, how you decorated your fireplace or something and to be able to make it look good and pretty. And that's, that's not something we need to be, you know, I don't know. I think there's a lot of stigma on Mm. having an Instagram worthy mantle or something. Yeah. But if you worked hard on it and it's something you enjoy and something you love, then why not be able to take a good picture of it? And I'm not saying you have to splash it around and be like, look what I did and you didn't, you know, but you can. Well, one of the things I always try to keep in mind is like, I need, I need to do me and you need to do you. So it's like, yeah, if you are great at the mantle, that's awesome. I don't even have a mantle, but I'm going to look at yours and be like, that's cool. But like, it's not going to happen in my house. We're going to do this instead or whatever. Um, I think that's so important to keep in mind as we like, like just the whole age of Instagram. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. But it is such a creative outlet. And like, we didn't even go into like filters and fun stuff where you can like edit photos and. Oh yeah. Which I can tell you. Yeah. That, and that filters and editing photos is definitely over half the battle. I feel like. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And there's a lot of really, and actually in the guide I put in, I created a a preset, like an editing preset for you guys that is totally, oh. totally free. And you can just download and then like one click apply it to your pictures and it totally transforms them. It's awesome. That's but great. that would, and that I would say be a careful when you do use filters and things like that, just because you don't want to distort your complete view of, of life or anything. So to use filters and presets on the pictures you're going to put in your album or the the little ones you're going to print or things like that. But don't worry about doing that to all of the pictures on your phone because, you know, if you have 23,000 pictures, <laughs> you don't want to get obsessed and lose yourself in, oh, but look how much better I can make it just by this little filter. It's like, yeah, but what's the – I mean, what's the reason you're making it better? You right. know, like do you, do you need to on this picture? Right. But definitely having it for a few of them is so fun because filters and presets – completely transform the picture but I don't think that it's necessary to do on all of your pictures right no that makes sense yeah that's so good I love a good filter They're great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay I'm gonna go ahead and ask you our closing question that we ask everybody but what is something that you've got going on in your life right now that's keeping life simple so what's something you're doing that you're like oh this is simple <laughs> you know okay so the very first thing if I'm being completely honest the very first thing that comes to mind is kind of doesn't really actually make sense when I'm like saying it right now in my head, but it, it really has changed my life. So I, um, this is my third pregnancy and all my pregnancies have been wonderful and we have loved every minute of them. And we have two boys and we have always found out that we're having boys, but this time we decided not to find out. And honestly, I think it is keeping me grounded and it's keeping the preparation leading up to this simplified because I keep thinking, oh, I need to buy this little outfit and this and I want to have this cute blanket for – but I'm like, oh, but I really can't. Like what if it's a girl and I've bought this boy thing 
or something. So I think that right now, um, that's such a weird thing to to pick as something that truly is simplifying my life. No. But I, I'm just like, you know, we have two kids, so we technically have everything. And if this sweet baby, which I'm pretty sure is a boy, if it does wind up being a girl, I have an Amazon, you know, list ready to go and I can have pink stuff here in two days. So I'm just enjoying right now these last few weeks just being a mom of two and we're keeping things really simplified because we're not I'm not doing a whole lot of nesting or preparation. We're just right. counting the days down. <laughs> yes. No, that makes so much sense. I always admire people who don't find out because I'm like yeah. I'm, I'm always so anxious. But you're right. It does put a whole nother level of um, feeling like you need to prepare for whatever, you know, a boy or girl. Like, yeah. but now you're like, it's all right. We'll just figure it out when they get here. <laughs> oh, yeah. And well, to be completely honest, and I hope this baby doesn't listen to this podcast ever, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be sad if it was a boy, you yes. know, because yes. I have two boys and I'm a girl and I would love to have a girl and that'd be so fun. And I didn't want to, at the anatomy scan, find out it's a boy and then have a moment where I was sad because. Right. There's no reason to be sad. This is a sweet little baby that is going to be coming into the world. And so I thought if they just hand him to me and say, it's a boy, then I – there's no way I'm going to be sad. So that was my purely selfish reasons for saying we're not going to find out this time. Hey, that's great. I think (laughs) – and you're you're the mom. You you can make that decision. (laughs) Yep. Awesome. Well, tell everybody where they can find you on Instagram or Facebook, on your website. Yeah, I love hanging out on Instagram and I'm at Jen Brazil, pretty easy. And it's Brazil, pronounced like the country, but spelled B-R-A-Z-E-A-L. And through there, you can find, you know, through my bio links, you can find my website and all those other things. But Facebook, I'm Jen Brazil and all that. So just Jen Brazil. Oh, and hello, you host a podcast. Oh, about that real quick. I do. Oh. I totally didn't even mention that. <laughs> <laughs> you are so sweet. The podcast is called The Unhurried Life and it's oh, bird so from good. it's bird from me just realizing that moms are so busy and we don't always want to be so busy and stressed. And so there's just things that I've incorporated in my life that have allowed me to rest and find restoration and I wanted to share those with everyone and I've had amazing guests on, like your wonderful friend, Kara. She is – actually, she's going to be on next week. And so Yay. just getting to hear from moms that are doing simplification and unhurried and just learning from them and getting tips from them. So that's called The Unhurried Life, and it is on iTunes. Woohoo! Yeah. You are making it happen. I love it. Aww. And about to have a third baby. That's amazing. I know. I had to get it all in, all in yeah. before that, and so then I could just – coast. Yes. Well, thank you so much for your time today and for all these tips. And we will make sure that we get all the links out so that everybody can be snapping those awesome photos. And hopefully we can like tag you in and be like, look what I did. Oh yeah. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. But thanks for having me. It was so fun. Awesome. Thanks, Jen. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review so other moms like you can find us. You can find our blog at simplywholemoms.com and we are all over the internet on Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook as Simply Whole Moms. We'll be here next Thursday.